0: The sudden rush of cold made his headache go away. He almost smiled as he stepped out onto the treacherous pavement and walked quickly but gingerly in a neat loop through the door of Danny's Donuts, directly above which his office was located. Nobody was in the place but Danny. That was the usual state of the business. Nudger breathed in deeply the sudden warmth and cloying sweetness of the donuts and unbuttoned his coat. He sat on a stool at the end of the stainless steel counter. Without being asked, Danny set a large plastic-coated paper cup of steaming black coffee before him. Danny was Danny Evers, a forty-ish guy like Nudger, and some might say a loser like Nudger. Even Danny might say that, aware as he was that he made doughnuts like sash weights. But what he said was, "'You cut yourself shaven?' as he pointed at the cut on Nudger's forehead. Nudger had forgotten about the injury. He raised tentative fingers, felt ridges of blood coagulated by the cold. "'I had a visit from some friends,' he said. "'Some friends?' Danny said, changing the emphasis. "'He put some iced cake donuts and a couple of glazed "'into a grease-spotted carryout box. "'He was a sad-featured man who seemed to do everything "'with apprehensive intensity, a concerned basset hound. "'Actually, I never met them before this morning,' Nudger said, "'sipping the coffee and burning his tongue. "'So naturally we were curious about each other, "'but they asked all the questions. "'Yeah? What kind of questions?' "'That's the odd thing,' Nudger said. "'I can't remember.' "'Danny laughed, then cocked his head of thick, graying hair "'and squinted again at the cut on Nudger's forehead. "'You serious about not remembering?' "'It's not the knock on the head,' Nudger assured him. "'They shot me up with a drug "'that made me a regular, mindless talking machine. "'It's called truth serum. "'It works even better than cheap scotch.' Yeah, "'Maybe you want to see a doctor, Nudge.' "'Find me one that doesn't charge $20 a stitch.' I mean about the memory. Oh, that kind of doctor charges $20 a question. Both men were silent while a blonde secretary from the office building across the street came in, paid for the carry-out order, and left. Nudger smiled at her, but she ignored him. It took a while for the donut shop to warm up again. I could drive you, Danny offered. Amel is coming in to take over here in about 15 minutes. Amil was Danny's hired help, a sometime college student working odd jobs. He made better donuts than his bosses. "'I've got my car here,' Nudger said. "'Yeah, but maybe you shouldn't drive.' "'I won't drive anywhere for a while,' Nudger said. "'What I'll do is go back upstairs and straighten up my office. If you'll give me another cup of coffee and a jelly donut and put them on my tab.' "'Straighten up? Why?' Danny asked, reaching into the display case. "'It's always a mess after friends drop by unexpectedly,' Nudger told him. Some friends, these boys and girls," Danny reiterated, dropping the doughnut into a small white bag. It hit Bottom with a solid smack. As he trudged back up the unheated stairwell to his office, Nudger tried again with each painful step to surmise some reason for his interrogation. He could think of none. Business had been slow ever since summer, and he had been a good boy. Danny's horrendous coffee had started his stomach roiling. He'd take a few antacid tablets before drinking a second cup. He stopped at his office door and stood holding the sack. It was a morning for surprises. In the chair by the desk sat a slender man wearing a camel-hair topcoat with a fur collar. On his lap were expensive brown suede gloves. On his gloves rested pale, still, well-manicured hands. The man's bony face was as calm as his hands were. "'There's no need to introduce myself, Mr. Nudger,' he said in a smoothly modulated voice. "'On your desk is a sealed envelope.' in the envelope is five thousand dollars. You've proved yourself a clever man, so you can't be bought cheap. A thin smile did nothing for him. But like all men, you can be bought. I know your present financial status, so five thousand should suffice. The man stood up, unfolding in sections until he was at least four inches taller than nudgers six feet. But he was thin, very thin, not a big man. He gazed down his narrow nose at Nudger with the remote interest of a scientist observing familiar bacteria. "'The problem is,' Nudger told him, "'I don't know who you are or what you're buying.' "'I'll make myself clear, Mr. Nudger. Stay away from Chaser Heights, or next time you'll be paid a visit of an altogether more unpleasant nature.' He turned and left the office with wolf-like, loping strides. Nudger stood stupefied, listening to the man's descending footfalls on the wooden stairs to the street. He heard the street door open and close. The papers on the floor stirred. Nudger went to the office door and shoved it closed. He walked to his desk, and sure enough, there was an envelope.